Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Julie Bonello, CIO at Access Community Health Network. In this segment, Bonello talks about what she's doing to retain top people, grabbing the low-hanging fruit first by connecting with Epic Hospitals, and why she thinks everyone should spend time in consulting. What do you think has been the key to, uh, to retaining people? Because especially we're in an environment like yours in a city like Chicago, I'm sure that that can be challenging. There's a lot of competition for jobs. Yeah, um, maybe three things. First, what's fascinating is when when we all worked together to build the team in 2009, I think we built a team of people who all like to work with one another. And that's huge. That gets known. Uh, that people like to work with one another outside of your own IS department across the organization that exists too. But I think um, other, uh, other IT organizations know that. So when, when you have people that actually like to come to work and they really enjoy the people they work with, that's really e- enormous. And we sp- we've spent a lot of time doing that. Um, secondly, we changed our recruiting focus probably to choose um, uh, people with a little bit more experience. We're still willing to, to build capabilities, um, but only after applicants have gone through consulting. <laughs> Everyone has to go through, it seems, a consulting um, experiment to see if they yeah. like it or not. And. Uh, <laughs> I think those are the two I think those are the two most significant pieces retention so we've learned that you know we're not going to be able to provide the highest pay but we can definitely provide the best work environment and that's we really try to focus on that and have that be our strength and it is yeah yeah, that, that's really important. People want to feel engaged and, you know, want to feel that, that they're part of something, uh, you know, part of something successful, and that, that, that's a really big fa- motivating factor. Exactly. We, we are a very small team. And when you've got a small team, you provide everyone great growth opportunities. So they really get involved in many different things. And I think that they see their direct impact on patient care. I know I do. Um, and I think that is very meaningful for everyone. Absolutely. And it, it can be a little more difficult for, for people to see that who aren't clinicians, but uh, I guess that there, there's a, there are ways to, to help that along. It's a really big thing, knowing that, that you are impacting patient care. It is. It's huge here. I think Everyone talks about care all day long. It really doesn't matter what department you're in. Um, sometimes the chief financial officer, as we're talking about care, will say, "I really, I really feel like I've gained my nursing degree today." Yeah, I think that's really important. As far as, as actual, you know, data exchange with the hospitals, you know, you are dealing with different EHR systems, so. How does that happen, and you know, have there been challenges with that? Um, they're not really challenges, but really knowing when both organizations are ready. If you have another Epic Hospital partner, 
there is going to be a heightened readiness automatically because if we both use EPIC, we have tools to allow us to share the CCD um, in a robust manner and much more easily. Right. So we're going to focus on those relationships right away be because we can hit it. And we're going to focus first on making sure we get uh, that we receive all of the, the pushes. For, um, so we receive all the discharge summaries for any of our patients at an EPIC hospital that has been discharged. And then we're going to work with some of our EPIC partners on some of the, uh, the referral flows to make sure that the hospitals and specialists particularly get all of the correct referral information. So we're doing it by specialty area. So we're working on the, the EPIC to EPIC workflows first because they're easier but concurrent with that, because a lot of our patients go to non-EPIC hospitals, we, ha we are beginning to work out the workflows, but it requires that we have an implemented HIE or HISP arrangement. Mm -hmm. So that just, it just makes it a bit more complex. Right. We're doing both concurrently, but the time frames might be longer with our non-EPIC hospitals and specialists. Yeah. Sure. It's, I don't know if I want to call it low-hanging fruit, but maybe it's a little lower. Yeah. Okay. So talking a little bit about you and your, your career path, um, you have experience as a hospital CIO, correct? Correct. Okay. And so how do you think that that has kind of helped shape your current role and, you know, how, where you see some of the things that um, you got from that experience come out? Before I became a hospital CIO, I had, I think all of the experiences I, I had prior to being a hospital CIO made me a strong hospital CIO. And then once I uh, was a hospital CIO, um, I can re could really use the breadth of my knowledge to really form an entirely new de department here, ambulatory only, with strong hospital-based relationships with, with greater ease. So for me, I started as a nurse. I then went into research. While I was getting my master's in computer science, I... Um, worked as a hospital IS analyst. I then jumped over into consulting, and consulting probably allowed me the, or gave me the structured methodologies and tools to pull it all together into really successful deliverables. And I got a really good sense from consulting of the marketplace both from an HIT standpoint and a healthcare business standpoint. So when I became a hospital CIO, I really understood the full breadth of what was required to support both care and operations and reimbursement. And I've been around the Chicago area a, 
for many years. So coming here to access then, it was easy because I really understood the entire hospital landscape and the hospital IT landscape. You're really right what you said about consultants. So many people we talk to have had at least some time there, and, you know, it really does seem to be um, a good experience to learn from. Oh, absolutely. Um, I worked for really two great consulting firms, and both firms had very structured methodologies and training programs to make sure that there was always success for the project work we we did. So it was really wonderful. So having that background as a hospital CIO and being somebody who obviously works very closely with them, would you say that there there was anything that you that you could kind of pass along about uh, aligning with community health centers and you know just just maybe um, I don't want to know if I want to say best practices but but just something that that they should know if they're in the process of of aligning with uh, an organization like yours. I would guess it's already starting to change that the focus is really moving toward with value value-based reimbursement are really moving toward care coordination with the medical home. And so the focus will be on all of the systems to manage care across the continuum regardless of where the patient is. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to find that the focus that we had probably in the last decade on inpatient electronic health records when they'll remain very significantly important, we'll really um, see a balance of how to use all of the electronic health records to coordinate care across all of the continuum. And so that's, that's where all of us are beginning to migrate toward how best to do that for the different patient populations we serve, because there are a bunch of different ways you can, you can meet the needs. There are a bunch of different solutions, right? A bunch of different ways you could do it. Right. It really um, is interesting to see how, how quickly things have evolved, but even in the time since you've been at Access in 2009, that's a, just a period of such rapid change in the industry, and I'm sure it's been, it's been really um, interesting from your point of view to, to watch that all unfold and be part of it. Oh, it's just been probably the most rewarding experience of my career, now, as we look at HealthCura, we are implementing the integrated managed care system from Epic. And what that does is allow, it allows us to bring some of the traditional managed care workflows that at one point were completed in the managed care organization. Now we can transition those same workflows to directly to the point of care. So looking at benefits and utilization and all authorization requirements for, for the benefit plan is something that, that is immediately available to all the care team. Mm-hmm. And so we can have our care coordinators really participate in case management in the future. And that's really, really wonderful because they are the care team is the team that really understands the patient. And that make that's super exciting for me. Right, and it's you know, there, there's also something else about what you see going on that uh, 
is just really encouraging just for the fact that we're all patients is this emphasis on preventative care and so many of us know that this is the way that that healthcare needs to go and to see this you know starting to come to fruition is uh is a great thing it's a great thing as a patient you want to know your care team and you want to know who you need to call to get care when you need it and so to make it easy to to take away the fragment fragmentation that we've seen for a while i think is really exciting okay well um I know we've uh, we've covered a lot, and I think this was this was really helpful, and I really think it's going to be beneficial for our readers. So, I appreciate you giving us uh, the time today. Thanks, I really appreciate it. Had fun. Me too, and um, I'm sure that we're going to have more to talk about in the future. So, I'd love to check back with you down the road. Sure, would would be happy to talk. Appreciate it, Kate. All right, thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye.